Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. How's everybody? Hope everybody's doing good, because... Baseball season starts. Yeah. I'm not that excited about it. Well, you have a reason. I have to go stand in the snow on Friday to, like, be there. You do. I'm not too happy about that. But you get some of the best seats in the house, so. Yeah, that's true, too. I do. Um, I get some of the best seats in the house here, right, to watch the game. And hopefully they start winning. I heard they gave it up today. Yeah, so when you folks hear this uh, on Wednesday morning, of course we're recording a little early, uh, the Pirates did lose their first game in Fenway Park to the Boston Red Sox. And I personally am conflicted about this series because I'm a big fan of both. So I'm like, ah, the Pirates lost. Well, at least the Red Sox won. So, and when the Pirates beat the Red Sox, I'm sure one of these games, this in the three, I'll be like, damn, the Red Sox lost. Well, at least the Pirates won. So, but anyway... Uh, hope everybody's ready for baseball season. Home openers this Friday, April 7th, 105 game. Um, you know, it's supposed to be like a steeler weather though for the home opener. Yeah, 39 degrees and rain. Yeah, not liking that factor. Nope, not at all. So anyways, so yeah, beat them box. Let's go. Uh, starting off the season, of course, Penguins are still... Penguins are, Penguins are in the playoffs. Their They're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, we just need them to get their team back healthy. Which they do this every year. They like let them like be sick until like the, the playoffs, and then they bring them all back, and there's a rally, and then there's a championship, and then parades, and blah, 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 blah. Right. It's, again, my theory... Sports are like a soap opera. They're the male version of a soap opera. That's what you This is the cliffhanger. We're at the cliffhanger moment for the pens. Okay. All right. But I digress. So, what what are we drinking tonight? So, we're going to go into this in a little... This looks as thick as, like, molasses. Right. Well, the beer we're drinking is from Southern Tier. We're drinking the Thick Mint... Which is the spin-off of... Uh, Amanda doesn't like it. Ew. She just gave the icky face. So this beer honestly is good oh. for like one or two. Uh, this is their tribute to the Girl Scouts Thin Mint Cookie. And they made the thin or the thick mint stout. So it is... Yeah, uh, I know. It's too minty. Yeah, it's a, it's a little... See, this is the first mint stout I tried because Stone also did one. That was uh, mint mint milk stout um so but reason we picked this up is we went to southern tier we're going to talk about that a little later on uh down on the north shore and we decided you know i wanted to try this beer but i didn't want to buy a whole six pack of it you know or whatnot we were down there so they do crowlers which is the 32 ounce big can that they pour out of the draft right there and then they put the lid on it and seal it uh, but this beer in general is, let me taste it and give you a good profile. It's too minty for me. I think uh, I would have enjoyed a crowler of what I got while I was there. Yes, it is It is. It is minty. It is like drinking a Girl Scout cookie. Yeah. It's got the nice mint flavor. Uh, it's got some good, uh, good malts, good chocolate, a little vanilla in there. And uh, it is a 10% stout, so it'll... it'll uh, put you down but like i said this is a oh well then in that case i need to sleep tonight yeah this this is a this this pretty much though for this beer is like a one and done you can't drink this all night this is like i'm gonna end my night on this beer or i'm having this beer and i'm going to bed like you it's not a start with this beer and it's not a drink all night beer but well uh, it is if you're one of those types it is if you're one of those but um I just wanted to taste it, and I figured, you know what? And their crowd. Well, what do you price, think about it? I, I, like I said, it's a one and out beer. It's you know, it, it's good. It's different. Uh, it does, of course, remind you of that Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie, uh, but it, it's good for a try. I mean, I'm not gonna knock it. It's it's pretty good for like a dessert beer. Uh, the uh, 
Southern Tier does do their crawlers, which uh, they they do the crawler and full growlers of anything they have on tap. And mm -hmm. this crawler was eleven dollars. So if we would have bought a pint of it, I think they they serve this in a twelve ounce glass for six, and we got thirty two ounces for eleven. So. Pretty good deal on the crowlers. I totally liked while we were there, and I'll talk about this again. I'm sure when we get to the part, what I like their like um, thermos looking ones that look like a canteen. Oh, the growlers, the big, the big. Yeah, growlers. but they were made out of metal, not yeah, glass. Yeah. Oh, did I like that? Yeah, that's actually a, a very good. Growler. I like how so, beautiful it was. So they those, were pretty looking. Those growlers you can get from other breweries as well, but Southern Tier has their own. It, it's made by um, Yeti, I believe. Mm -hmm. And the other ones that you like can like, Yeti. you can like drop it, beat it, throw it down a hillside. Those are good for like when you're grabbing a bunch of growlers and you're going camping, uh, stuff like that. You know, the glass growlers they they're glass. They could break. Um, we have the glass ones because a growler in our house lasts about a day. If that, uh -huh. so that's for like, if you're on camp and whatnot, you're taking multiple with you, but, uh, you know, all in all for this beer, it's not bad. It's not great. It's a one and out and, um, I'll it's finish more your style. I'm it is gonna... more of my style. It's a big, big stout, but so you're going to drink all 32 ounces yourself. Well, I've given you some and you just gave me that face of, I don't like it. So guess what? I'm going to drink the rest of it. Meh. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I really wish we were on video right now because I just gave him the I am going to kick your ass look. All right. So next up, though, is Amanda's specialty because she got to go out with her girlfriends while I stayed home and laid on the couch and watched basketball with the kitty cat and drank bourbon. So where did you go? I went to Social House 7 for the first time. I if I know I'm always late to the game on this, but I always like to give a restaurant at least a month or two openings. So I gave Social House like six, like six months. <laughs> Honestly, though, because I heard you can't get in there, so like every time I was like, and you and I aren't big sushi eaters, so I was like, oh, this is a chance for my girlfriends and I to go have some sushi and some cocktails. And I, of course, here's your Pittsburgh tip. You can make your reservations at um, on Open Table. So I, um, of course, made us a reservation a week in advance on Open Table. Uh, sent them off the reservation to my two girlfriends, and I was like, "This is it. It's already booked. Let's go." Um, experience was really, really, really good. So to give you the rundown, if you haven't been there yet. Um, the flips, we had one bad part where they sat us at the wrong table the first time. That was kind of weird. They sat us over on the right-hand side at this booth that fit five people. It was like a ginormous booth. And then she came over and she's like, look, there was a little mistake. Like, this wasn't supposed to be your booth. We actually have a booth over on the other side that's a four-seater, but it's still a booth. Would you like to go? Okay. The problem also is... Um, my friends and I are very well endowed. Booths for us don't always work so well because we have to move the table away from us. So we were kind of adjusting the table and moving it. I about. could just picture the um, four of you. And this is hilarious. No, there was only three of us. So oh, that's and the hilarious part about it was is the booth there is on a riser, so I had to be careful not to move the table so much that it toppled over. So that was always that was a funny part too. So they moved me over. Um, the way the restaurant works is, is it starts off with cocktails and then it's all family style eating. So if you don't know what that's like, you don't just order the plate for yourself. You order like four or five dishes and then they bring you plates and you guys pick at it and pick off of each plate to kind of like a so smorgasbord. It's, so it's style. Asian family style instead of like an, like an Italian family style. Yeah, like if you're used to like a Buca de Peppo, it's the same kind of way, but that's Italian style where you can order like a big thing of spaghetti and like two of you can eat it. Um, this is more like order five or six plates. We ordered five, um, two appetizers, a roll, and then two specialty dishes, and it was enough. Like it, it fed us quite well. Um and then we each ordered a dessert. So 
Started off with some cocktails. Um, all of their cocktails are a Japanese twist on a classic cocktail. Okay. So, for instance, like their Moscow Mule had spiceness in it. Okay. So it had a little bit of a tang, like teriyaki, to it. I could get down with that. Um, the Matsumo, the Matmoso that I had was a bourbon style Manhattan. Um. But it had, like, bitters in it. A, 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 like, a spicy kind of bitter to it. But I couldn't... It wasn't, like, spicy like my mouth was on fire. It was spicy as in it was tangy. Okay. So it was really, really good. Um, locally sourced alcohol, too. Mine had Wiggle bourbon in it. So I was very happy with that. Because I'm more than happy to, like, promote that. Um... The food, I don't want to go into it too much because we are going to publish a blog piece on it. So check out uh, boldpgh.com for a full write-up on it. Um, the most interesting thing we ordered, and I will be, tell you this, is the Pop Rocks. So it was a, um, a, a tuna roll, basically, uh, with asparagus and some cream cheese. And then topped with... Um, uh, Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks candy. Pop Rocks candy. So like you're eating the tuna roll and all of a sudden it goes pop, 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 pop. No. In your mouth? So here's the weird thing. So it's like a scientific, you got to think scientifically about this. The, one of the sauces on the actual roll treated like a base. Okay. So what happens if you have an acid in a base? Scientifically. It kills the acid, it does. right? It does. So it's like as if you would have an acid and you would sprinkle powder on it. It would be, it would kill the acid. Right. So basically, you put the pop rocks in your mouth, and they never went pop. Instead, eh. it added a spiciness. Now, if you accidentally picked up a pop rock on its own and you put it in your mouth, like I think at the one point I was scraping my plate and I got just one. And uh, yes, because this was one of those inst rare instances that Amanda licked her plate clean. I like it when she does that. <sighs> like, I actually physically wanted to pick up the plate and start licking it. Like, in the restaurant. I knew that wasn't proper, but I did not. So, I accidentally got a pop rock that way, and it was fine. But on the actual roll, you couldn't... It was no pop, pop, pop kind of sensation. It was... Instead, it added a sweetness to the spiciness, which was kind of cool. That's good. Um, dessert. I can't rave enough about this dessert. The dessert is on their Facebook page. There is a fortune cookie. It is about the size of a softball. Um, so we're talking about maybe five inches in diameter. Six well, a softball's in diameter. 13, a baseball's nine. Okay, so we're talking five inches in diameter. So a little so, smaller than a baseball. Yeah. Um, so it was a fortune cookie, like an actual, tastes like a fortune cookie. On the inside was not a gigantic piece of paper, like I joked it was. I was like, oh, is there a big piece of paper in there that tells me, like, a full, like, tarot card reading? Um, no, half is milk chocolate mousse, the other half is white chocolate mousse, and then they took the whole thing and dipped it in dark chocolate and sprinkled it with toasted coconut. Ah, uh, that's cool. I couldn't eat it, but that's cool. Yeah, you would have to stay away from the part that had toasted coconut on it. But the whole thing wasn't dipped, just the end part was. And the idea was you took your spoon and you cracked it open, and all this goodness just came out everywhere. And then you really? scooped it up. Yeah. So it was really delicious. My friends had the um, the Japanese um, cheesecake, which they described it as a cross between a sponge cake and a cheesecake. Okay. Mixed together. So as if it's angel food and cheesecake had a baby. Right on. Um, overall, very good price. Uh, we split the check. We took alcohol off and split the check um, in three ways um, and then added the alcohol. So I had two drinks plus all my food plus the dessert, and, I, and my tip was like 66 bucks. So... And but I mean I drank it. My drinks alone were twenty six bucks. Yeah, so so you're looking at so you're so you're looking at uh, that fifty to a hundred dollars a person, mm -hmm. depending on how much you drink mm -hmm. and all exactly what you order. Right. So pretty good restaurant price for a couple to go out, and you can go out to dinner. Like you and I could go there and spend like a hundred and twenty dollars and be good. 
Again, my tip is make a, make a, your reservation on at Open Table. I and, was very happy with and that. And also, uh, I heard a little story that this is also one of the places to be seen in the city. Because who sat across from oh, you? I, um, I'll tell this little fun story. Um, we are all Penguins fans. Um, myself and Amanda Cooney, who is my our wonderful co-chief editor, um, is a huge Pens fan, and I was t- in mid-story, and I felt this death grip on my elbow, and I thought maybe I was saying something inappropriate over dinner, and I all of a sudden look at her face, and her mouth is open, and she's just gawking, and lo and behold, um, Marc-Andre Fleury is sitting there, and I was like, oh, look at that, it's Fleury, and... <laughs> He of course was getting his poor dinner interrupted by somebody by a fan wanting their picture. Um, we were not that type of people to walk up and say anything, so we just let them enjoy, enjoy his meal. But she kind of it was kind of a cool experience. I'm kind of used to that just because I've been in so many restaurants to where you know I mean I tell the stories all the time. Spending so much time at Eddie Merlot's that. I was constantly in, like, the bathroom with the Steelers' wives and things yeah. like that, like, talking, like, normal people. Like, I'm kind of used to that. Um, I've had dinner three seats over from Joe Montana. Like, I've I, I just always been kind of used to that. But she was kind of like, and it's one of her crushes. So she, of course, was like, oh, my God. And <laughs> so it was really great. Love her to death. It was a great story to tell. Yeah, I, the I rest was, of the night we were talking about it. That, like, I was laying at home too. watching basketball, and I get a text message, and I get the, oh, my God, Cooney just grabbed my arm. Uh, Flurry is having dinner at the table next to us. I'm like, that's awesome. Is his wife with him? Because he's really cool, and his wife's an awesome person. I've taken care of him a couple <laughs> times. And she's like, yeah. I was like, look, I was like, he's a nice guy. So when you're on your way out, just say, hey, Mark, nice to see you. Have a good night. And he's a cool dude. Like, But you said there was other people that were like, oh, okay. yeah, I get a selfie like, with I, you. I, I don't do that. Folks, you when know, you go whatever. out to dinner and you see a Steeler or a Penguin or a celebrity or whatnot, don't gawk at him. Don't be like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Just... Yeah, no, you, you can gawk, just you don't can gawk, walk just, up and gawk. Yeah, yeah. You don't, interrupt, don't interrupt them. They're out having a good time with their wife, their friends, their family, everything else. You know, if they want to be talked to, they're in a situation where they want to be talked to. Like when they hang out all together at a bar or something like that. But Yeah, I mean, there were times that the Steeler guys were always at Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I mean, they came I, over they and, came said, over hey, and, and hey, how's it like going? That. But like... I I didn't even I mean we didn't even think about it yeah. we uh, we're not those types but I I mean like honestly that was pretty cool but um it is one of the busier bars and restaurants so I will tell you to seriously make your dinner reservation um and enjoy it it was really really good like I really want to go back um it was one of those rare times that I actually cleaned my plate and was like oh my god I want more. Well, Even though it's full. We'll have to go back for a date night before a show sometime that we yeah. go down and see. Um, so, so leading into also another place to be seen. However, we're gearing up. Oh, my goodness. Hold on one second. We're going to pause for a second here. Pause. Okay, sorry about that. Some technical difficulties. Anyways, um, we also went to an amazing place that... You can't get into right now for a drink. This and right. some food. Oh my god, we ate out all weekend. I, I just can't deal with it. Like I, I seriously spent so much money in so, restaurants so we, this weekend. Uh, it was disgusting. So Amanda had um, to get on to PNC Park on the North Shore to pick up a few things to get ready for baseball season. And I said, "Hey, babe, we got a parking spot. Do you want to get on and check see if we can get into the Southern Tier and see if we can at least grab a beer?" So she's like, yeah, sure, let's get out. So we walked down to Southern Tier, and we walked in, and we are talking about getting dinner. <laughs> well, I didn't, even, I didn't even ask, can we get a table? I literally looked at the host and said, how long is the wait? It is true. She did say, how long is the wait? I didn't even ask. And she's like, oh, no, you can get in right now. We have tables for you. I said, well, let me look at the bar. The bar was full, but it was about an hour before face-off for the Pens game. Yeah, and in all so, honesty, I'm not about eating at the bar. She so doesn't like fine. eating at a bar. I don't care. But... Um, so we got into Southern Tier. We're like, yeah, you know what? We'll just have dinner here and have a beer or two, and then we'll we'll go home instead of stopping at the store and cooking food at home. Because why would you want to do that, right? Not when you have a table at one of the busiest yeah. breweries in the city right and now. And since Southern Tier opened, and if you follow Pittsburgh Craft Beer and Craft Beer Network, yes, Southern Tier is open. Oh, my God. Um, but it's a running joke on those two pages. 
but we got in. We got a high top table. We we're what one one table over from the bar. We were able to see the sports that were on the TV. They had four TVs behind the bar. I think that's the only place they had the TVs was directly behind the bar. I didn't see them anywhere else. Oh, along the one wall, there was three. Okay, okay, and um, we looked at their menu. Their beers, all their beers on tap are six dollars. It doesn't matter. They have a southern tier. They have their all their southern tier beers are available right now. They are partnered um, with Victory, so they have five Victory beers on tap, and then they have a the few others. The only one that they were out of was Golden Monkey. Yeah, they were out of Gold Monkey from Victory. They partnered with Victory. If you didn't know, Southern Tier has partnered with Victory uh, um, in a few different ventures. So they have a couple of their beers on tap, and then also they had a few local uh, Pittsburgh beers. Uh, they had like a Helltown beer on. They had two from Penn, uh, from Penn Brewing. They had, I think, a Grist House on uh, and whatnot, and I believe those rotate out. I only giggled at the fact that they had pumpkin on. Right, and they still have pumpkin. And they because... had pumpkin in the case that you could buy into yeah. them. And Warlock. And Warlock, yeah. Which I was like, guys, like, uh, I can't drink that during the summertime. Right, Sorry. exactly. Um, I had a beer. Now, they're brewing on site there. So I had, which I did not know either. Yes. Uh, I had one of the beers that they were brewing on site, which was the uh, IPA. It was uh, uh, Pennsylvania Brewed Southern Tier IPA. Uh, very crisp, clean. It was a uh, nice little 7.2 percenter. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. If my allergies weren't as bad, I would have enjoyed it more. Um, Amanda had the, uh, what was it, the uh, white raspberry. Yes. Which was a raspberry wheat. Um, and it was, I tasted it. It was very good. Little, I, I said it was lawnmower beer, like tractor beer. For when you're sitting <laughs> on a tractor truck and beer. And like I said it was grass. the hammock beer. And, like, I could pick up, like, a couple of those and some tangerine swirl from Penn Brewery, and I'd be a happy girl on my hammock for right? the rest of the day. Um, so that was, so we had, the beer was good. And then we decided to order food. I had the burger. Um, now, the one I had is the 2X Burger, which is a double patty, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, and they did Thousand Island dressing. I, of course, don't like Dawson Island dressing or tomatoes, so I did not have those. I just have the cheese and lettuce. One of the better burgers I had, you could tell they hand patty their burgers. And also, they did a nice salt seasoning on it. And I could tell it was cooked on a flat top, which that doesn't bother me. Um, I like it. Mm-hmm. And it was a salt seasoning, and which was nice because it had this nice saltiness to it. Um, and the fries that they had with the burger are real fresh potatoes cut shoestring size. And they're so... Think of like potato patch fries, but cut shoestring size um, is exactly how they were done there. I was very happy with the burger. One of the better burgers I've had. Uh, of course, the beer was great. Uh, you had, what was it, the Northside Club? The Northside Club. It was grilled turkey, um, bacon, cheese. Um, it had a spicy aola um, mayonnaise. And or garlic aola mayonnaise and um, lettuce and avocado. I left off the avocado though. Um, and French fries, delicious, amazing. It was really, really. Good. It was. We were happy that, and we talked to this wait staff. I end up obviously being in the business. I knew somebody worked there. Go figure. Um, so we talked to her, and um, she's like, "Yeah." She goes, "Their best times to come down are Sunday." She goes, because it's actually steady throughout the day, but not overly busy. And also, like, during the week before 4 o'clock. So, like, so lunchtime. Wednesday at, like, 2 o'clock is yeah. perfect to go. So, like, Monday through Thursday before 4 o'clock. And Sunday, mm-hmm. she said, is steady, but not overly crushed. But she also said that nighttime and Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, she goes, good luck there on two-hour waits. Still. See, still. Still. And that's so. until the patio. That's before even the patio is And open. the patio's... And the patio's, there's patio's still, still in construction. And that looks so. like that patio's going to seat 100 people. Yeah, so... That's a big patio. We're going to see what happens come summertime. That place is going to be jumping. Um, of course, I drove there on Friday night. I drove past and there were people poured out into the street. Um, we went from the casino to back downtown to go to City Works. And it was like wall-to-wall people along that entire block so the north shore is still jumping and i had friends who went to the foundry this past week and they said they had a blast so um that whole north shore is still jumping so seriously um if you don't want to go downtown eat go north shore yeah 
It is, and you said you Find stopped. some parking. You said um, you stopped at City Works, and of course you were there under their month opening, so you you kind of just popped in for a drink. Give them, yeah, a, give I'm them not a, give going them a little to time. Do, yeah, I'm not going to write up a piece of, on City Works. City Works will be something where I go on a Monday night and actually taste the food and try a few right. beers. I, I'm not going to go. It was literally like a Saturday night during basketball i couldn't have had a worse experience yeah, it was a saturday night during, so, during the, honestly, the final four honestly i did games. not give them a fair shot so i will not even comment on city works i still think they are probably going to do amazingly i just did not enjoy myself i will say that honestly i will give them a monday night try you very went, soon. you just went on the wrong night the wrong time that's all pretty much Anyways, we're going to take a short break because we got to get into where to be seen and then um, our third part of He Said, She Said, Not Safe for Work. So, here's a here's a little word from our friends at the River's Edge. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, and we are back. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Tune in to Geik's Got Game for some sports commentary here on River's Edge. Okay, um, where to be seen this week? Um, where to be seen in the next coming weeks, actually. So, Waco is celebrating... PNC Park. Yeah. <laughs> Other than PNC Park. Um, Pittsburgh Public Theater, they are wrapping up Daddy Long Legs. You only have to the 9th to see Daddy Long Legs if you're interested in seeing it. However, next is coming is Death of a Salesman. I'm sure we'll have a full scoop on this. Um, get your tickets now if you've ever wanted to see that play. Um, it should be good. I will be in attendance as soon as they release my ticket. Um, I can't wait. Uh, Wiggle Whiskey is celebrating their five-year anniversary for the next month and a half. Why so, does it seem... Uh, uh, why does it seem they've been around longer than five years? See, and I was thinking it hasn't been five years yet. But it has because they opened like literally right after, right before I moved back to Pittsburgh. Okay, and when I worked up at the Shiloh, we were getting some of their Wiggle Whiskey products in, and this was in 2011 and 12, but we were only getting the Wiggle White rye and the Wiggle White mm -hmm. wheat. We weren't getting all the fun stuff they have now. We were getting to like, we need to make money, so let's sell this out there type yeah. stuff. Yeah, so five year anniversary. This month and a half. They're doing five weeks. Um, there's everything from, at the end of it, a marathon stop to uh, parties to bear house opening to uh, the keg ride to also um, a brand new tap room opening. They're opening a brand new tap room? So Where are they opening a new tap room at? The Omniway and Pen. What? So we're going to have this scoop. Actually, you're going to stay tuned. Uh, follow now Bold Pittsburgh on Instagram right now because we're going to be there on the 19th. Yeah, we actually are. doing, um, we get to see it before the public does. Hey, hey. Call the lefty out the bullpen. I'm coming in on that one. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> uh, the 19th, we will be out. So follow us on Instagram because we will be Instagramming that night from their new tap room um, at Omni William Penn. But it's opening that Friday. So if you want tickets, get your tickets now for the new tap, Wiggle Tap Room. Um, so, yeah, they've got a ton of events for it. Uh, I, I, I'm just like brushing the tip of it of what they are actually going to be doing um let me pull up my handy well, dandy i'm sure the barrel roll is involved in this it is that time of year yeah the barrel roll is probably involved in this um let's see here let me pull it up day, yeah. uh, oh see. that's the grand opening party let's Hold see we're on. gonna release some new type of liquor that we're gonna drink so we have their fifth anniversary party is this weekend the seventh then we have Paris and Pittsburgh, a press pomenu a release party is the 14th at the distillery. Then Omni William Penn's tasting room grand opening the following weekend. 
Then Fiesta welcoming a Mezcal Barrel on the 28th. Wiggle Barrel Roll, Barrel House Opening, and Malt Malt Release Party is on the 5th. And the Pittsburgh Marathon After Party is um, on May 7th. So every weekend, pretty much through April into the first week of May, there's an event. And as far as the grand opening party goes, it is Friday, April 21st from 5 to 8. $30 admission includes three spirit sampling stations, custom old-fashioned and the Wiggle Tasting Room, five-year barrel of number one Monongahela rye samples, light fare, and cocktail at the Omni William Penn Hotel Bar. Plus, after party in the tasting room from 9 to 11. So, we, like I said, we have a little bit of a pre... Stay tuned to our Instagram on the 19th for some pictures of that. Definitely want to go check that out before anybody else gets to it. And then we want to see about maybe going to that event. Whether we have to pay for it or not. (laughs) I have prom that night. Oh, because that's something else we're going to talk about right yes. now, is if Epic you, Prom. If you have a junior or senior in high school, there is also on the 21st, Epic Prom. So you can go uh, Google Epic Prom, sign up your junior or senior, it is at stage A&E. It is only for high school students. It is prom attire. They have three disc jockeys, a photo booth. And tons of fun. Um, all for a prom that if you have friends who go to another high school, um, you have friends who your boyfriend goes to another high school, your girlfriend goes to another high school, the person you're dating goes to another high school, you can take them to this You prom. just don't feel like going to your high school prom? Yeah, you're not into your high school. To, you still want to go to prom. There will be a red carpet, photo booth, a whole bunch of fun. That is called Epic Prom. It's at Stage E. Of course, it is underage, so there will be no drinking or drugs. Pittsburgh police will be on site, so parents rest easy. Um, so that is why we will not be going to the grand opening party of that. Um <laughs> I'm still giving him the death stare tonight. <laughs> he is so done. I've so gotten like done. three dirty looks right now. I know. I feel like I'm done with you. I'm kind of glad we don't do video right now. I know. I'm going to kill you. On video. Homicide. <laughs> also, coming up this weekend, uh, the multiple choice continues on. So this weekend is Shitface Shakespeare. If you are, uh, tickets are still available if you want to come out. Um, one guy performs a Midsummer Night's Dream, shit-faced. And we're going to this Friday night after the home opener. And this will be also that you get to do, um, hold on, let me find all the deeds here. Um, you will have uh, a food truck and a party and you get to do, um, See the show. It's your choice, or you get to do all four things. Uh, the party, you will be also building the cardboard city for the Kaiju Big Battle, which is the following month. Um, and you get to see Shitface Shakespeare. The party is being hosted by Drive Grist House. Grist House. Grist House is hosting the, uh, the party. So, uh, all at August Wilson Center. So, you can still get tickets to that now. Um, and again, they have a bunch of them coming up. Um, we'll be talking about Kaiju Big Battle next. We're still trying to get a film crew to go to that um, to actually experience that. Uh, also, we will be coming up soon talking about the 2018 Cultural Trust uh, shows that they announced, including Hamilton and um, School of Rock. So I'm really excited about that. Also... Coming up soon, we're going to have the full scoop, which we may have to do a whole show on this. The Arts Festival is coming out. Yeah, so they the have Arts announced. Um, did they announce who's playing music this year? Or did they not announce who's playing music yet? They um, have. Uh, YEP did announce it, who will be playing music. Because um, there's always one really big person. That is, like, big... What I mean a big person, like, big in a certain genre of music. If you don't follow that genre of music, you're like, oh, um, I don't know who that is. But they're like, oh, it's so huge. How do you not know? He's the lead singer of Wilco. Like... (laughs) 
YABA, I guess, did play a little bit of it um, last week. I did not catch the um, show, but this is the big thing on Tuesday, April 18th. We will have the scoop then for it. Um, also, coming up, we have the um, Entice One Fashion Show, which is on May 13th which is also the day of Melville Music Festival. Which, Melville Music Festival is we'll going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk about one in a second, yeah. So, if you want to go to the fashion show, it's at an Ace Hotel. It is, um, it is called Pittsburgh is Dope. Um, Saturday, May 13th at Ace Hotel will include food, drinks, fashion, and local art, and more. Um, so you go on out. RS, uh, you can buy tickets to it. And it's all going to be about an Entice One fashion show from 8 to 9. Fashion, local art, local goods, f music, food, bar, and fun. Uh, showcases from 9 to 11 open to the public is local vendors. So all to benefit Go Girls um, in partnership with Go Girls presented by Entice One. So that's also on May 13th. Also, the big drum roll. Melville Music Festival is also May 13th. Um, starting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, we will be hosting um, a few hours worth of... We're going to be on the air a lot. We are going to be on the air and on Instagram a lot that day. You're going to find Amanda being running back to the... Um, running back to the studio to charge her phone a lot, probably. Um, so we will be at Melville Music Festival covering some of the bands and doing some podcasting, doing some work. Uh, so we will be around. You'll see us in t-shirts and lanyards and be able to talk to us, hang out with us, get selfies with us, do whatever you need to do, uh, meet us in person. I will be signing autographs. They're $20 a pop. I'm just kidding. Um... You just gave me a dirty look now. Um, anyways, so uh, please mark May 13th on your calendar for the Melville Music Festival. Uh, and tune in to boldpgh.com right now and start to follow us. We are doing a band a day. So we are announcing one band from each from that day, each day leading up to it. Well, I know we won't say who it is, but one of our favorites is playing. Yes. So, um, oh yes, one of our favorites is playing. So we will be announcing each band. We'll be announcing bands leading up to it. So check out Bold Pittsburgh, uh, boldpgh.com. Check us out on Twitter at boldpgh, and we will be uh, announcing musicians who you can see. So that is where to be seen. We're gonna take one more break now, and then we're gonna come back with our most scandalous conversation. Which I have no clue what she picked this week, so I'm going to be flying in this on the seat of my pants. Flying blind like you should in all relationships. The men just keep you in the dark. All right, folks. Uh, so once again, this is the last break, you know, to put headphones on. If you are at work, we'll be right back. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. That How do you know that? He <laughs> <laughs> like till nineteen ten or so. Well, it's for real. I used to get girls till nineteen ten or so. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have girls give me booty calls till nineteen ten or so. Hey, money banks, tune into Funny Money at seven a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said seven a.m. Tune in. Okay, and we are back. It is time for the not safe for work. He said, she said, the scantily clad, the scantilous, and the taking Steve by surprise time. It always is because I'm, I, I, I like come into this like, what did Amanda pick this week? So <sighs> I'm starting off with a story out of LA that came across my newsfeed. There's a Dine and Dasher. He is trolling dating sites this guy they have pictures of him he has walked out on numerous dates now he goes in finds a date on the um like website tinder whatever 
goes on a blind date, eats all the food, acts like he gets a phone call, and walks out and never comes back. See, now I'm the server and bartender here. I'd stab a motherfucker. Well, imagine like, the girl who has to pay for the food now. Yeah, and the girl who's on the date that is stuck with whatever restaurant check they went to from, you know, Eaton Park. No, this is happening in L.A. Well, okay, yeah, but okay. So, L.A. food, which yeah, is Yeah, so like... Bob's Diner up to Spago, okay? Yeah. So, I mean... The one girl in the article said literally he scarfed all of his food but half of a baked potato, act like he got a phone call, and went outside. She waited 15 minutes to see if he came back. The, the waiter finally went outside to check and came back and said, sorry, honey, he's gone. Like, imagining hearing from the waiter that your date dined and dashed you. That's wrong on so many levels. So as a man, you would not do that. I personally would not do that. And we went back through my whole first date scenario where I take him to a nice restaurant, like a higher-end steakhouse, and I had my rules. Like, you know, you're mean to my bartender or your server, you're done. If you are vegetarian or vegan, you're done. If you don't like eating at the bar area, you're done. Like, you know, there's ways to cut off a date. But to sit there and have a whole meal, bottle of wine, cocktails, everything, you know, and just before dessert, you're like, oh, excuse me, I just got a phone call. It's my boss. And step outside and take the call. And you stand outside the window and you're like, hey, hold on a minute. And you, like, wave to the person. They see you. Which I'm assuming, because if I were to do that, that's what I would do. And then duck around the corner, you know, like behind a pillar or something, and then find my escape from there. Like, that's just wrong on so many levels. I mean, granted, I have walked out on a check or two. But the problem was, when I walked out on a check or two, I was at a place that they knew me, because I was a regular, and they knew I was drunk. And they're like, shit. Steve went outside to smoke a cigarette and then realized, fuck, he's hammered and went home. And then when I went the next day, like, hey, buddy, how's it going? How you feel? I'm like, oh, I'm good. They're like, cool. They're like, um, yeah, you, you, you went home last night and you still owe us 20 bucks. All right, cool. I'm sorry. My bad. Like, yeah, we knew we'd see you again. But, like, on a first date to go to a restaurant, like, probably a nicer restaurant and have a couple hundred dollars. Well, tab. they just said that the one woman that they were talking to in the article was he, he, just his, he just him ordered over a hundred dollars worth of food. That's wrong on so many levels. You're screwing the server. You're screwing the bartender. You're screwing the waitstaff. And on top of that, you're screwing a girl that you're trying to hook up with. And obviously, he's not trying to hook up with him. He's just trying to go out and have fancy dinners and roll. Another one that he said that he uh, she, he started to come on to her when she didn't reciprocate. He excused himself. Again, it's a first date. She doesn't have to reciprocate on a first date. Um, he said, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And he never did. Yeah, it, it's wrong on so many levels. Because you know what? As a female, you, as a seasoned female, go out on a date. You're still taking money with you. and You still have a card and whatnot. And you'll have cash, and you'll have a way home, and you'll have a card. But who's to say you don't go to, we'll say in Pittsburgh, you don't go to uh, Altius up on Mount Washington and ring up a $300 bill, and you know it's like a Wednesday night or something. Mm -hmm. Who's to say you don't have the $300 to cover it? Because you're in between paychecks, and guess what? We just paid rent and shit like that. Yeah, I know. Like, I would never. I... I couldn't even fathom this happening to me. I mean, I've walked out on dates myself. I, I've i never pulled the bathroom move. I've pulled the girlfriend calling in the middle of the phone and the middle of the date move. But I've always left my half of the money on the table. Yeah, and see, I mean, also me being the bartender or server at this point, I've waited on people that have had bad first dates or they got creepy or weird. And now you see like... On the Facebook, when a lot of people talk about the angel shot mm -hmm. and stuff like that, which is great. It's um, great that you have a backup plan. Right. I've always had but, somebody text me in the middle of the date and say something like, my sister died. And if I text back, okay, it meant that I had the dates going well, don't bother me. If I text back something like, oh, I'm so sorry, they called right. and got me out of the date. Right. But I, I've been on the receiving end of being the server or bartender where the date left, whether it be the man or the woman, typically it's the woman that leaves to go to the bathroom 
and says, I'll be right back, and then comes over and grabs a hostess or something like that and says, hey, can you grab my server? And they'd be like, here's my card. Pay for whatever is there right now or you know, here's a hundred bucks. Take care of this much of the bill. He's on his own. I'm out of here. We shuffled him out the back door. I mean, I've totally been on that receiving end of it. And unfortunately in Pittsburgh, since I've been back in Pittsburgh, it's happened twice and both at the same restaurant. So, uh, you know, I, yeah, that's just wrong to do to anyone, but yet you're hitting me on a level of being the server bartender on that deal of like, fuck, like I just want to like beat you. I've also done it in bars to where I was paying for all my own drinks. A dude was acting creepy and I was like, excuse me. And then I didn't even say goodbye to my friends and I ducked out the back door and then texted him five seconds later. And I was like, dude, I had to go. That dude was creeping. Like I've had to do that, which sucks on so many levels, like having to ditch your friends or get them to leave also with you. Cause some dude just will back the fuck off. Right. But this dude is straight up being an asshole. Like right. he, like the one lady was saying that he ordered three entrees. Like who the fuck eats three steaks on a date? I know, right? I, like, I, did he stick some in like his man purse? Like, and also, as a guy, we don't carry a purse. Well, most of us don't. Um, so me to have my phone in my pocket, my wallet, my cigarettes to go to the bathroom and have everything in my pocket. Isn't usually an issue. Oh, so this guy is obviously obnoxious. First of all, who orders two entrees? But he excused it by saying he was a bodybuilder. Ah, well. The guy looks kind of creepy, too. I really wish that we could show some video of this. Right. Well, maybe it's in we'll post, Burbank, California. Maybe we'll post it on, uh, on the website. So, yeah, I feel... Um, we'll have to share this article on Bold Pittsburgh. It's 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 bad. Um, that, that's just a horrible thing. Um, that is. horrible, 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 horrible. That makes How me dare mad. You? That makes me mad on so many levels because as, as a, a guy, man, as, I, a I, man. I, as a man to date somebody to go out on a first date, you know what? Hey, you like might I get not... it. It's a blind date and probably is not going well, but right. don't ditch. Like, don't be yeah, a dick. Don't, ditch. don't be a dick. Um, okay. So topic number two is another article I came up with. So the study explains why people reveal private details after sex. So, long story short, we're biologically wired to spill our most embarrassing stories and say things we might not mean after sex. So we've all had that snafu, like, right after... You're laying there and you just had your orgasm and you're reveling in it and you slip out with the I love you. We've all done it. Whether it be the lie or the truth, we've all done it. Um, so, I want to hear something embarrassing. Have you ever done, I mean, other than the I love you, because we've all done that. Everybody's done that. I don't care who you are, you've done it. Now, making you dig through 20 years worth of dating and sexual experience for this question. Wow. I mean, I've done some pretty bad things, like, where I've been like, okay, well, you gotta go, because I gotta go to work in the morning, and I've done stuff like that, but, I mean, we're talking, like, the revealing, like, oh, I, I don't want to hurt you again, or, oh, oh, this, that, that felt so special to me, like, anything like that. Uh, let's see here. I don't know. I'd have to actually sit here and think about this for a couple minutes. But, like, the blurted out, like, oh, my God, that was the best I've ever had. Or, you know, let's see, what was there? Um, see, this is why I love catching you by surprise, because you're like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's like, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, like, and it also, I mean, you and I are together, so I have to think about, like, what did I say to you, at, you know, when we first got back together and shit, so. <laughs> oh, death look number four. Um, <laughs> I don't really think you ever said anything embarrassing when we got back together. It was more like, it was more of the same, like, that it was like, 15 years, oh, fuck Facebook, can't believe we found each other again, snuggle, snuggle, snuggle. It wasn't, like, anything, like, oh, my God, like, anything too crazy. Yeah. It wasn't. 
um, at all. I mean, I don't think I've ever said anything because I'm usually the one that's like, oh my God, I have to like not talk because I'm usually the one that's like loose lips and like after sleeping with a guy. So I've, and I've, I have to say since college, I've been a stone cold bitch about sex. So it's always been like, okay, you got to go. I, you, I got to get up in the morning. And, um, it only took being married and you being with you for six years that I'm not like that anymore. But all through college, I was like the whole like, oh, all right, thanks for dinner. You got to go. Which, I mean. Yeah. So now whenever she says thanks for dinner, you got to go, which means that either I sleep on the couch or she sleeps on the couch and one of us goes in the bedroom. Uh, so. But this is always the cliche-ish like, movie moment to where it's like how many of those romantic comedies have you seen where I think back to the movie Trainwrecked where she's like trying to get him to get out of bed and he's like oh, oh I just want a spoon and she's like no like I'm not comfortable can you breathe the other way and puts the pillow between them. <laughs> yeah so I don't know that's one of those ones it's like uh, I'd have to think long and hard about that and also did you mean any of it, or was yeah. it just in the moment? I've been in the moment. Most of the time, I'm probably just in the moment. Not thinking. Yeah. Plus, also, how many times were you hammered? Or drunk enough? I cannot confirm nor deny any of that. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that cuts us very short because that's an well, awkward conversation. That's an awkward conversation because we're together and we're also sitting around the house right now. And we're like, huh, I don't want to sleep on a couch tonight. What this is basically <laughs> saying is, though, is that it's scientific, that the stimuli is um, released your I'm sure over the years. And yeah. I'm sure over the years I have hooked up with somebody, whether it be a long term relationship or a one night stand. And had said something completely stupid and off the wall, and that was either not meant at all or was completely heartfelt, and the other person took it like, oh, you're a creeper. Goodbye now. <laughs> you know? I, I oh, mean, yeah, because, like, what if the chick was, like, just in it for the one night stand, and then you were like, oh, that was so good, baby. You're my, you, you complete me. I love you. And then you, she was like, bounce. See ya. Like, Here's a roll of quarters. Catch a cab. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I, I, I have to think too much on that one. I don't like thinking that hard. <laughs> All right, then. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Well, let, let's wrap it up with a fun little conversation here, then, because this was my third topic that I was like, uh, maybe that would be something fun. Favorite romantic comedy. Favorite? Favorite ro no, take that back. Favorite romantic movie to get down to. What is your Netflix and chill movie? Ah, uh, well, everybody knows that I am Maverick, so. And now that just makes me feel even worse because that was like our first date. Because I am Maverick and Top Gun. I mean, shit. You got Jets. You got Tom Cruise. You got Kelly McGillis. You got. So I wonder how many other women have you put that move on? Uh, you know what? But I've been watching that movie since it was live on the on big the screen in 1986. Thank you, Ron. And it's today. my favorite. And you know what? Most women hate that movie. Except for me. You love it. Most women are like, oh, shit, you're watching Top Gun again. I'm going to go upstairs. No, except uh, for me know. because it's our first date movie. Well, it was one of our first uh, dates. Yeah. When they, in uh, high school. Yeah. For me, it's like Top Gun. It's like, I mean, you got jets, you got planes, you got. You know, missiles and explosions, you got the love, you got this, you got that back, you got Goose dies, uh, you, you know, Maverick comes back, he gets back with Kelly McGillis, uh, sorry, and that's uh, that's considered, what, a romantic drama, I guess? Kind of, it was more like an action movie, though, for the 80s. An action drama? An uh, action drama, I You know, I mean, I... So that's your Netflix and chill movie. I mean... Now I feel cheap and tawdry. Well, well, I mean, the proposal was good. 
Okay, yeah. See, that's what I thought. That's you funny. That's funny. That's like one of your guilty pleasures. Is I have come home multiple times of you caught up with the cat and like a bowl full of popcorn and the proposals on. I mean, I, I, okay. But even who, I make jokes about that all the time. Who does I will sing who um, does to the window, to the, to the wall. wall. <laughs> and then you think about Betty White dancing. I mean, I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I mean, I, I. That's one of my favorites is the proposal, but I probably won't say that's my Netflix and chill one. Um, I would have to say it's singles. Wow, and I haven't seen that in years. It's one of my favorite movies ever, but it basically encompasses how I want to be treated in a relationship. That and Reality Bites. Those are like my go-to movies anyways, but I never show romantic... Reality Bites, I have to be dating you a few months to show you that side of me. Um, Singles, I can do it on the first Well, I mean, you can go to another good one and go to a throwback classic was um, Say Anything. Yes. I mean, We all know I'm an 80s junkie. John Cusack holding that boombox up. Yeah. And um, Garden State. If you want to know a really dark side of me, you get me to watch Garden State with you. Because that's one of my favorites. Um, oh, another one that I, I kind of actually have a guilty pleasure is, is uh, What Women Want with Mel Gibson. <gasps> but that's one of my favorite movies. What Women Want Mel Gibson. I mean, honestly, I would love to have a week where I got like electrocuted and zapped and I could hear everything women were thinking. Because A, I'd find out, yeah, you're um, a bigger douche. Yeah, I'll think just you tell are. you what I'm thinking for like a week straight. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what other women are thinking. Like when I'm waiting on <laughs> them in a the restaurant. Supposed to be? I'm not like typical women. No, like when I'm waiting on them in a the restaurant, like, ah, oh, this service is a douchebag. Like, I, I know I am. I'm a dick. I get it. But, you know, uh, to see what other women think about everything and go forth. It- I honestly, I'll tell you what I think on a daily basis. If you really want <laughs> Steve's me to an asshole. He's the worst boyfriend ever. I literally tell you that. I got so many looks the other day at Southern Tier for that. Like, we had Smart Ass Sunday where we literally, no holds barred, we say shit all the time to each other. And literally, the uh, woman sitting next to me had the most shocked look on her face when I told you you were literally the worst boyfriend ever, and I was only with you because you were good in bed. And like the woman at the table next to us took me yeah, seriously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and she's like, <gasps> yeah, "But but my next response was shut your whore mouth." <laughs> yeah, you know. it was hilarious. Like I felt like, oh but, my god, this woman next to us is gonna be like. <gasps> but sometimes though, we take smart ass Sunday to ourselves. Where we're smart asses to each other and everything. And then we forget sometimes that we're in public and mm-hmm. we're like, you know, you have to have that one day to break everything up and whatever. And honestly, we only get to spend Sundays together. Yeah. It's like nights that we're together. It's like, oh, we're home. We have about three hours. Uh, let's watch this. Let's watch this. Have a beer. Uh, all right. Time to go to bed. See you in the morning. Um, yeah. Type thing. Uh, Sundays is pretty much our only day together. And that's also coming to an end here shortly a few days of uh, at least one day or two days a month depending on the pirate schedule uh but our our smart ass sundays is like i mean amanda wakes up in the morning he's like hey how are you good morning i'm like good she goes and then she puts her cold feet on my back and says now go make me my pancakes bitch and i'm like eh i'll think about it and then i roll over and go back to sleep and an hour later, you get making yeah. pancakes. Yeah, and I end up making your pancakes and sausage or bacon and eggs and whatever we want for breakfast that day, you know. But it, it just breaks up the monotony, and I think everybody, relationship wise, should have a smart ass. Should Sunday. have a smart ass Sunday. I mean, whether you pick Sunday or whether you pick like Tuesday, I mean, whatever. But I don't even know how it got started. Um. I it's think a, you were being very sarcastic. It's been a one couple day. years now that we've been doing this. I, it's it's been a good bit, but I think it started with like a whole like you were being very sarcastic one Sunday, and I was like, you know what? No holds barred now. Actually, now I think on. it was at your dad's house. When oh, it that's started. right. My dad started it. Yeah, I think it was at your dad's house. Oh, he started. pops! What am I gonna do with it? And, and Amanda's dad sent me this picture message, and it was a knitted, or, or is that knitting, or is that? Um, Cross stitch. Cross stitch. It was a cross stitch thing that looked like this preload doily, and it just said "shut your whore mouth." So I saved it on my phone, and I still have it there. And then on occasion, I'll send it to you. Like if you're texting me back and forth too much all day, or 
or you start talking about a subject that I don't really want to talk about, I just send that back to her. And then I get the, you're an asshole. And I'm like, yep. And then you'll say, it's not Sunday. I'm like, you're right. But on Sunday, I mean, we're just like, nah. I still get my pancakes. She still gets her pancakes or French toast, sausage and bacon. (laughs) All right. We're done for the night. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Check out some of those events. And if you want us to discuss something on He Said, She Said, drop us a line at boldpgh.com. Have a great day. Let's go, Bucks. Woohoo! Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.